Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to my channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now, in today's first story, as you can see by the title and thumbnail, a couple of young kids think it'd be a great idea to jump into the middle of a busy road, pull out a couple of Fortnite dances, and wait for the traffic to get annoyed and stop. Now, unfortunately, when they come across a very, what's the word? Strong driver, um, large man driver who doesn't do this, things kind of take a turn for the worse. Let's see what happens. Entitled kids block road to do Fortnite dance. They weren't ready for an adult with no Fs to give to react. This takes place before the pandemic, but seeing a video about Fortnite reminded me of this. I was driving down a narrow street. Technically a two-way, but people can park on the sides, so it's one-way traffic in reality at times. I'm driving along when these two little idiots, like 10 years old, jump out into the road about 50 or so feet ahead of me and stay there as I pull up. I motion for them to move and they start to do that stupid dance where they do the loser sign. They're laughing and saying stuff like, what are you gonna do? And <laughs> you can't go anywhere. Annoyed, I put the car in park, shut it off and get out. They're a little startled that an adult was doing this. I assume they'd got an annoyed honk or mild yelling any other time they'd done this. They clearly didn't plan for something like this though. Now, I'm six foot and stocky. I put on my best angry face and yelled, get the F out of the road, you little idiots, or else. I don't live in this neighborhood or near it at all. I was visiting an old friend from college who was visiting his parents, so I didn't have to worry about dealing with their parents or them again. Pants a little heavier, they run off into one yard. I get back into my car and start to drive off. I passed by them and one of the kids decided that he wanted the last word, I guess, and said, yeah, you better drive off. I slammed on the brakes and glared at him. They ran off into the backyard or something. I don't know, maybe you'll think twice about being little idiots in the future. And there you go, not the most harmful thing that these kids were doing, you know, doing some trashy Fortnite dance in the middle of the road. Remember again, this was last year as well, you know, the Fortnite dancers were popping off back then and loads of people were holding the L, taking the L, whatever the dance is called. But it's probably best that these guys learn now rather than later that you can't kind of just stop in the middle of the road and wait for traffic to stop for you whilst you're playing a prank because at some point one driver's not going to realize what you're doing and they're just going to plow you over which wouldn't be a good thing so um yeah they're only 10 best they learn now rather than later so yeah overall not the worst story now moving on to our second story so it's the school's fault your nine-year-old failed the third grade okay then here is a tale of two boys my six-year-old son versus my nine-year-old nephew Normally, I hate it when adults compare one child over another, especially when it concerns someone else's child versus theirs. But given the circumstances of this story, and frankly, my mother-in-law favoring my nephew over my son, which she'll never admit, but does all the time, I feel like making an exception to one of my scruples. Anyways, both my son and my nephew are in the same school district, but go to different elementary schools. Due to COVID, the district gave parents one of two choices for the fall of 2020, full-time virtual or temporary virtual. 
Full-time virtual involves staying at home the whole year, meeting the teacher on a half-hour Zoom call, and then completing various lessons and assignments weekly at the family's convenience. Temporary virtual was a set of Zoom calls to simulate being at school without being there in person, which was temporary until the superintendent approved in-person learning again. In-person learning has been back since mid-January of 2021, by the way, but more on that later. My six-year-old was in temporary virtual because my wife and I really wanted him to be back in-person schooling as soon as the school district allowed it. In the meantime, my son was on Zoom lessons with the online class while my wife acted as a teacher's assistant, making sure that he was doing the schoolwork he was supposed to do, paying attention and learning what he was able to do on Zoom. I helped with a few things after I was done with work and gave her the break she deserved. I'm definitely glad my wife played this role so well. Our son did a great job with the online learning, but he's very happy to be back into in-person learning. My nephew, though, is a different story. My brother-in-law's baby mama signed up my nephew for full-time virtual learning. I think she thought that it would be easier because of the appeal of doing the lessons at any time of day. I think that woman just wanted to sleep in, frankly, because the last two years prior, she had him miss 70 days of school each year. And part of the time, that was why that's mad. To be fair, neither one of them really gave a dang about the concept of a good education. My brother-in-law didn't even lift a finger concerning his own son's education and would rather play Street Fighter online or smoke at a friend's house. While my nephew's mother only did certain things when she felt like it or when the school compelled her. Right before Christmas break, my wife and I heard from my mother-in-law that our nephew was literally kicked out of full-time virtual and will be put on the temporary virtual schooling program until in-person will be back in effect because he wasn't doing any of the schoolwork. I'm pretty sure my nephew will be repeating the third grade because of that. My mother-in-law and my nephew's mum, of course, blame the school district for him failing. Yeah, totally the school's fault your kid didn't do any of the work. Look, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that, you know, online learning and dealing with kids who are doing online learning is very hard. Actually, to be fair, I imagine that the vast majority of you right now either have been in online learning for your school, college, whatever, or live with someone who is doing that or take care of someone who is doing that, maybe your kid, whatever. So let me know. Has it been tough? I think it probably has been. That's not, though, a massive excuse to completely fail the year and then not have gone to school for 70 days in the year prior when COVID wasn't a thing. So I get it's fair enough that you can say oh covid this and the school district has had this horrible scheme which isn't helping my son but ultimately yeah it's tough but everyone else is doing it okay like you say op your son is doing fine so i don't know it's it's, it's a tough one i don't want to like i don't want to really like trash on this mum and say you should be doing more because i know it's hard well i don't know it's hard but i've heard that it's hard but if everyone else is managing to do it okay and you're the only one that's not then it's probably the fault probably lies at your door rather than the school or the school districts is what i'm trying to say now moving on to our third story entitled mum her son and his friend walk into a war zone expecting not to be shot so basically at my town pool they have three pools There's a swimming pool, which was for lap swimming, water polo, and all those games. The second pool was the smallest, known as the baby pool. Since you had to be four to go into the swimming pool, the toddlers were allowed to play in the small, easily watchable toddler pool. The final pool is where this situation went down, the splash pool. This pool was full of cool blue and white structures which sprayed out water. It was the only pool that accepted water gun use, although there was peacetime twice per day. That was toddler time and the first hour of opening. 
The first hour of opening is self-explanatory, but toddler time was when parents could allow their little ones to play without the fear of them being caught in the crossfire. During wars, it was typically two clans which took up territory and role-played total destruction. My little brother and I usually got a good set of teammates due to the fact we always carried big double-barreled shotgun-like sprayers. Even more, the day of the encounter, my friend was with us using a big super soaker AR with multiple firing types. Sorry, I had no idea that this level of like detail in water pistols and water guns existed. Pretty crazy. We also had another teammate with a basic pistol, but I played with him before and he had good tactics. This is honestly sounding like actual warfare is about to go down, not just a couple of water gun fighters at a pool park, but hey, I'm all for it. On the other clan was two kids with some pretty cool super soakers. They needed some more people. So when two other kids, the entitled kid and entitled friend of this story came from the swimming pool, they handed them some basic foam push guns. Due to its soft padding, they were also used as a baton for close quarter combat. And it was always a good complementary weapon when used correctly. What is going on here? Why are these water guns being used for physical violence now as well? Incredible stuff. Of course, with our pistol-wielding clansmen, we ditched the batons. The war started, and almost immediately, the entitled kid and his entitled friend charged at us with their guns, baton style. The entitled friend was shot in the face and started screaming. His friend got hit as well and stopped, trying to call a timeout. Their teammate came from behind them, confused. The entitled kid's friend said, Who shot me? My friend said, Me? Why'd you call a timeout? The entitled kid replied, Because you shot my friend in the face? But my brother correctly asked, Well, why wasn't he wearing goggles? It's his fault if he didn't. Shut up! You guys are stupid little pieces of trash with your stupid guns. The entitled kid's friend then started hitting my brother with his gun and the first and second kids yanked it and the entitled kid's guns away. You guys are terrible at the game. Go away. And you're all so mean. We don't want babies on our team. So the two entitled kids walked out of the pool. The friend's still crying and they just walked back towards the swimming pool. We started to set up a new game with three teams of two. But before we started, a woman's voice yelled at us. We looked in the direction of the voice to see a fat, sluggish woman with the entitled kid and his friend in tow. Of course, it was the kid's mum, the entitled mum of this story. Who hurt my son and his friend? No one. They should have been wearing goggles if they didn't want to get hit in the face. What do you mean? Why would my son be hit in the first place? We were playing with our water guns. They were on a team and were shot. That's kind of the point of the game. But her entitled kid said, No, he's lying. They shot us when we were minding our own business. Then the same kid who invited these two entitled kids onto his team in the first place said, Hey, that's not true. You guys were- You think it's funny to attack my son? Give me your weapon now. She tried grabbing for my gun and my little bro just sprayed her. You brat, don't touch me. Stay back. I started thinking of the worst thing I could say and I found a good word. Stay back, you female dog. Excuse me, that's it. Where are your parents? They aren't here. They dropped us off. Leave us be or I'll spray you again. Wow, your parents aren't here to chaperone in the pool? That's very dangerous. I'm going to call the police because I guess you're being neglected by them. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. She thought she'd won until she saw what me and my friend were doing. We were, on purpose, playing rock, paper, scissors. What are you doing? Playing a game? No, you're insulting me. The entitled mum started trudging in the water and was sprayed again by my little brother She got up close to him and started yanking the gun away from him But some nearby man then started to scream at her telling her to stop She ignored him until a whistle was blown She looked at the man seeing him with his shirt off and red pants Which said lifeguard and a whistle in his mouth help me these violent children are attacking me The lifeguard responded. No, they were playing with water guns toddler time was an hour ago so there is no reason they can't play those boys did agree to play i'm asking you to leave the pool now no that's not fair but the lifeguard walked over to his chair and grabbed a walkie-talkie he called for the pool management staff dude and a minute later he was there with two other lifeguards forcing these guys to pick up their items and leave we found two new kids to play with us and continued our war until closing time uh, yeah, not really too sure what this entire mum was playing at to be honest I mean surely the principal thing that you know for sure when you go into a water park or swimming pool of any sort Is that you're gonna get wet and that people are gonna be playing with water That's kind of the point in it So expecting water pistols and that sort of stuff is not really too outlandish is it? You surely can think that that's gonna happen when you go to a water park I don't really know why she was so surprised that her kids were playing with water pistols That's kind of what you do. That's my point really It's a bit of a shame, isn't it, really? Reading this story has kind of given me really nice memories of when I used to go to water parks and stuff like that, back when I was younger, but also back when COVID wasn't a thing. And to have, like, this annoying woman there just ruining it would literally ruin the day. You have to pay to go into these places. You're going out for a nice day with your mates. And to have a Karen like this saying, no, you can't enjoy yourself, you can't have fun because I don't want you to, yeah, that'd be a horrible experience. So, OP, I'm sorry you had to go through that, but um, hopefully she's been banned from this place forever and you can go back and have more cool fights with very detailed and incredibly descriptive guns in future. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash Entitled Parents. Really hope you enjoyed it. If you did and you want more from me right away, then you can check out my entire playlist of all my Entitled-related videos on screen right there. If you are new to my channel, please consider also hitting this subscribe button as we're trying to get towards 700,000 subscribers. So yeah, hit that button. Notifications on so you never miss one of my daily videos. And I'll see you all tomorrow with a brand new one. Same time, same place. See you there. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 